Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. They threw the ball on 3rd and 13. Down a point, inside field goal range. Inside 30 seconds in the game. Colts record is now 3-2-1 and does feel like it's time to blast off. So here we go. Alright, 3-2-1. Yes, that's the record. Yep. Three wins, two losses, and one tie. Hey, it's not bad. A field goal away from four and two, but that's all right. Blank and hip. I think he found another home, at least temporarily. But uh, uh, congratulations, Arizona. You got it. Um, um, good luck. So let's uh, talk about a few things from the game. Uh, Kiki Kuti, I called it. I knew he was coming up. I called mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then he got a concussion. Yeah. Ah, just reaching for an extra yard or two, and uh, he's gone. So, mm-hmm. um, not sure exactly. Obviously, Doolin's still on IR. Uh, Kiki could be back from the concussion before all of that. So, uh, no reason to totally out him just yet. Yep. I will say, this was a very clean game. Yeah, yeah. No like turnovers. Him. No, no turnovers. No fumbles, no interceptions on either side. Mm-hmm. I, Kylan had a fumble, but he uh, somebody recovered it, so it's yeah. all good. I think that this was a very even ball game that both teams have good opportunities. Both defenses played well. Both offenses, both offenses played well. I think it is, as you said, a very clean game all around. Yeah. Um, the Colts... Did something that I've been saying that they needed to do to do for weeks. Mm-hmm. Fast paced. They went like pretty much no huddle most of the game. Because I've been saying, hey, you know what's really successful? It's in the fourth quarter when you play with some urgency. Why don't you start that way? They finally did it. Yeah. Did it work out pretty well? Yep. We got the win. Sure did. They also did something else I have been saying that they needed to do for a while. Yeah. Who'd they play on the offensive line? Dennis Kelly. They cut and like Frank was so sneaky about it. He was like, "Ah, yeah, I like Dennis," and that was it. But then they planned to rotate, and Dennis Kelly worked himself into that job, mm-hmm. and very successful from what I would say. Yeah, I I like the way the offensive line performed. Uh, they performed well enough that we were able to win the game. And, I mean, Matt Ryan's stats can show that, too. Zero sacks. Zero sacks. On all the dropbacks that we're going to talk about, zero sacks. Yep. Nothing. Right? Doesn't mean he didn't get pressured, but uh, they got the ball out. They got enough uh, protection. I also believe no holding penalties, if I'm correct. I don't remember any. Yeah. Um... All right, some stats on the game. Matt Ryan was an incredible 42 
for 58. That's about 72 and a half percent throwing. 389, three touchdowns, 107.1 passer rating. That is, now keep in mind all the quarterbacks that the Colts have had, mm-hmm. even yeah. back to the Baltimore United States. That is a franchise record of completions in a single game. Wow. Not even Peyton Manning had that many completions in one game. Yeah. Not even true. Andrew Luck had that many completions in one game. Yep. That's saying something. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, Michael Pittman also, he had his own career high game. 13 catches and 139 yards. I know. No one has had that many catches uh, as a receiver since uh, the uh, Chuck Strong game with Reggie Wayne. Yeah. Who now happens to be the receiver's coach. Mm Mm-hmm. Deion Jackson had a career high 10 catches for 79 yards. And incidentally, he has not dropped a catch that he has been targeted with this season. Oh, okay. Another receiver, Paris Campbell, 7 for 57 yards. I know. He came up big. He's kind of coming into the offense a little bit more. Maybe with Ashton out, he's got a bigger role. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or maybe it's just kind of been building. I don't know. That touchdown, too. Yeah. Do you remember back in week one when Alec Pierce dropped that ball in the end zone against Houston? Oh, and we were like, that. oh, Alec, this is your job. This is why you came, because of these things in the end zone. And then he went three for 49, which doesn't seem like huge numbers, but 32 of those yards came on the game winner, risk taker, 17 seconds left in the game. Oh, yeah. That's that's a clutch move right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so many things we could say about that play. Uh, the trust between Matt Ryan and Alec Pierce. Uh, the gutsiness of Frank Reich in that moment. Mm-hmm. The trust uh, in the kicker. Yeah, we were talking about that. The trust in the kicker that even if they didn't get that, that they could trust him to make that long field goal, or even if they came up with a sack uh, in that moment, yeah. that they could trust him to still do uh, what he needed to do. So credit mm-hmm. to McLaughlin there. Yeah. And then uh, you got Kylan and Jelani still uh, making plays in there, spreading the ball. I love that, right? Yes. Getting everybody involved. So that everyone's a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On the other side, yeah. the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence didn't play bad. Played 20, 20 for 22. He only missed two passes for 165 yards and a pa- had a passer rating of 113.1. I know. Like, look at the other side of the ball. They were successful too, right? Mm-hmm. The really troubling part is the rushing yards. Yeah. 243 rushing yards. We were like top dog uh, against the rush for the f- first three weeks. And now, like, now we it's- just got... Based yeah. it for 61 on one carry by Hasty, their third stringer, and 48 on a run from ATN. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot of the big chunk right there. Yeah. Um, and you know who's coming up, so we got to do better against that. Mm-hmm. So the question here is what's the difference here between the first game against the Jaguars and this game? I'm going to give you two options. Okay. Do you think it had more to do with the pace 
or Pitt and Pierce being around this time and not before? Well, I think I think it's both. Of course you. Would I'm say not that. going to go both though. All right, give me I'm one. I'm gonna say it's more Pitt and Pierce because of both of their performances and how they came, how Pierce came up with big with that last touchdown, and how Pittman could was consistent enough so Matt Ryan could throw him the ball and he'd make the catch, get the first down. There were several instances where I saw uh, the Colts on third down, third and long most of the time, give it to Michael Pittman. He made a play, he got the first down. So I'm going to go Pitt and Pierce on this. All right. Sounds good. I don't disagree with you. I'm going to say pace because I've been okay. saying it for a long time. That the, the pace of it uh, really did, especially against this defense. Here's the deal. The last two weeks, they've won 12 to 9, and then they've won 34 to 27. Either way, what they do? They won. All they do is win, and that is what they get it done any way you can. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what's your Mayflower move of the game? My Mayflower move is EJ Speed on the option that they ran. Mm. He locked down Trevor Lawrence, mm. and then he pitched the ball and still made the play on Travis. Mm. Yep. As we were watching this game, we said, oh, Speed's his name and his game. Mm-hmm. I was going to take that one, but I'll take Paris Campbell's touchdown, the very first touchdown of the game, simply because it broke 110 plus minutes of actual football game time with no touchdown for the Colts. Mm-hmm. So you got to get rid of that. You got to get over that hump. And not to mention that that was a fabulous touchdown. Oh, yeah. What he did to get that touchdown, to contort his body, get that ball out there and not touch out of bounds was fabulous. Star of the game, who's yours? Uh, I'm just going to say Michael Pittman. Because uh, he was extremely consistent whenever he needed to be. And he was there for the team the whole time. I don't care if he has a touchdown or not. He was there for the team. I want to say Deion Jackson because I put him in on my fantasy team. And he did so good for me. And I almost did. But then I look at Matt Ryan's numbers and what he did. And I'm like, okay, you can't compete with that. Right? Yeah. Like, he did absolutely amazing. Well, everyone's singing the praises of the Colts offense now, but how do they go down to Nashville and stop the Derrick Henry two-step? We still don't have any sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor a little podcast, email theunstableblues at gmail.com. Until then, we'll keep telling you about what we do. We just had puppies this week. Bernadoodles and Golden Doodles will be ready to go home less than two weeks before Christmas. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Country Mountain Dogs. All right, we're back and uh, happy to have a special guest with us. This is uh, Mark. Say hey, Mark. Hey, how's it going, Cold Station? Uh, there you go. Uh, Mark is, a lot of times we have a special guest on. Mark is not necessarily a fan of the Titans, but... Uh, I wanted to have him on because he likes football and uh, fun to talk football with fellow football aficionados. So um, we're going to talk about the upcoming Titans game. Uh, Keys to the game. Uh, Liam, you 
you you wanted to go offense on it. Yes, so uh, I did. So what are some offensive keys to the game for the Colts from you? Um, obviously, offensive line did better last week. Still need to step it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see how the linebackers can contain Deion Jackson if he's playing, because he did really well with the screen and the runs, yeah. or any running back that we have in there at yeah. all. And I'm excited to see how their linebackers and then. Obviously, Michael Pittman coming off a really big game. I don't know if he'll necessarily step down, but I want to see how the defensive backs can react against it. All right. Sounds good. What about you, Mark? What are uh, some keys to the game for you? Keys to the game for the Colts? I think <clears throat> I think the tight ends are really crucial um, to the key, like, key parts of their offense, uh, you know, because they're, they're lining up in the box for JT, but those tight ends, you know, they show run formation – get them, you know, slip them underneath some linebackers, get them out in the flats or something like that, and hit the tight ends. So I think that's would be real helpful for them. Yeah, yeah, the tight ends had a really big game the last time played Titans. Uh, so I think there might be some more of that in store. Um, I, I go defensively as far as the Colts uh, is stop the run. And you can't just say stop Derrick Henry because uh, you got a former wide receiver uh, as your quarterback and so he can get out and run he's been pretty dangerous on the run uh, has Tannehill for the Colts as well so uh, you yeah you got to kind of watch the run either way um, and uh, lock down the receivers because Tannehill can get out uh, it's not quite up to the Mahomes kind of idea where he can make things happen like that but he can extend plays just enough to give his receivers a little bit more time, so you got to keep them locked down. So, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, anything else from the Titans from you? Um, <clears throat> for the Titans, <clears throat> definitely just keep giving it to JT. I mean, he's going to hopefully he, he hasn't had many rushing yards this this season, but he's still waiting. I'm still waiting to see that 100 yard game from him, or to you know have some long runs, some breakout runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some matchups you're looking at, Liam? Um, there's the the best defense player is a linebacker, Long Jr. I'm excited to see how the Titans with the linebacker can um, stop the run if they can, and also the screen game, like I said, and then also Michael Pittman against any defensive back they want to put on him. Yeah, yeah, for sure, uh, especially coming off that big game. Yeah. What about you? Any specific matchups you're looking at, Mark? Yeah, um, you know the Titans. There, I was looking on their defensive tackling. Their leading tacklers aren't their linebackers. It's like the cornerbacks mm-hmm. and the safeties. Yeah. So, looking to you know for the linebackers to have a you know a big game possibly uh, to stop you know Pittman or Taylor, but um, also um, Henry. Henry is like a lot of teams. You know. Like I don't want to say they disrespect his like receiving abilities, but I saw I guess in the last game they had some like long screen passes mm-hmm. that he yeah. you know got some good runs on. So probably those linebackers, running backs, you know matchups, yeah, you know one on one matchups. Yeah, I think uh, as the NFL becomes it is so pass happy, the uh, that screen is just even that much more important because. Uh, it is just the extension of the run game, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my matchups, I'm watching. Uh, like I said, when you got that QB and the run and the running back that can both uh, look to run, uh, I'm trying to identify 
some spies on the linebacker defense for the Colts. And I think if you can have Zaire kind of keyed off of uh, Henry the whole time and uh, and then have EJ Speed uh, in there, he did that great job on that fourth and one against, um, against the Jaguars. If you can have him kind of uh, keyed off of Tannehill, you know, so you got one linebacker spying on – uh, Henry and one linebacker spying on Tannehill to kind of prevent any of those uh, kind of breakout runs there. I think that's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah. All right, prediction time. What do you think is going to happen with the game? Who's going to win? Give me a score, Liam. Uh, see, they came into our house and beat us. I mm-hmm. think we're going to go in their house and we are going to beat them. The score is the. Uh, I don't know if it's good. it's either going to be high scoring or low scoring in my opinion. Okay. I'm gonna go more low on it. I'm gonna say thirteen ten. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Mark? I'm going to go with the Colts, 24, 24 to 7. All right. Okay. 24-7. Uh, I think it's going to be Matt Ryan's going to have a good game. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, out, you know, indoors on the turf, it's a little bit even killed, like, you know, for people to have good games. But I think Matt Ryan can, you know, do some do some damage this week. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Um I got I got the Colts 21 17 last time it was 24 17 them but uh, that was because we had a lot of uh, interceptions we put our defense into some pretty bad spots uh, I think they've cleaned up some of that stuff I'm gonna bank on the fact that they have and I'm gonna go 21 17 yeah. Colts yeah because the Colts you know last the first meetup the first matchup this shut them down second half no yeah. sc- no points mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so yep. Uh, and now, as an update, the Colts now have only allowed six points in the fourth quarters of the entire season thus far. So, uh, if we can continue to play more of the first half like we play the fourth quarter, then we should be pretty good shape. Yep. Well, special thanks to Mark for joining us. And next, we get to see how many successful marks we had on our weekly picks. Liam's six-man football team won 52-6 last Thursday night. In addition to that, he was voted the six-man player of the week in the Waco Tribune. ECA plays their next game at the Parkview Field this Friday night at 7.30 against Providence Academy. Okay, well it's that time of the week again. Weekly picks. Woohoo! But of course, we got to talk about last week. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. First game, I had the Ravens. I had the Giants. Yeah, you won that one. Uh huh. Mm hmm. We both, so we had a bird game Seahawks, Cardinals. Yep. Both picked Seahawks. And we got it. Yep. And then uh, the Bills and Chiefs, we both picked the Bills. Sorry, Isaiah. Yep. We won, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Sorry about you. Eagles beating Cowboys, having the Eagles st- staying undefeated. Uh-huh. They're the only undefeated team, although there's one more team that's undefeated, and that's my fantasy team, just so uh. you know. <laughs> and then we had the Chargers and Broncos, and it took overtime to decide that we were right and the Chargers won. Yep, that's true. That leaves me at 20-10 and 10 for the season. Yep, and I am 15-15, and 15, coming off an undefeated week, right at 500. There you go. So, this week, 
Uh, here's the games. First up, we got Falcons Bengals. Mm-hmm. What you think? Uh, both these teams, Falcons have been doing good considering how they lost Matt Ryan and stuff like that. The Bengals haven't been doing as good as I expected them to from the beginning of the season. I mean, AFC champ, the defending AFC champions. Yeah. Um, so I think this will be uh, turn out to be a good match, but I think the Bengals will end up crunching it out. Going with the home team. Yeah. The Falcons were just so impressive against the Niners, and I love the Niners. I That's like my other team, and they do really good, and I think they're actually better with Garoppolo right now in the driver's seat, and they still beat him, and so I'm going to go Falcons. Okay. All right. Jets Broncos, who you got? How it's hard to argue with the Jets right now, and it's hard to argue for the Broncos right now. Even if the Broncos are at home, which we saw personally with the Colts. So I've got to go Jets. I was seeing the same exact thing. The Jets have been performing very well with Zach Wilson. And the Broncos have not been performing well with Russell Wilson. It's as simple as that. I think Zach Wilson might be better than Russell Wilson. The better Wilson, we mm-hmm. will find out. Next up is the Chiefs and the Niners. Okay. Yeah, um, this one is probably the one I'm going to have the most trouble with. I like the Niners. I like the Chiefs. Um, I think coming off a loss, I think then they're both coming off a loss. I think Chiefs are going to end up squeezing it out, though. Yeah, I struggle with this. They're both coming off a loss. They both kind of need this win. Can, will the Chiefs actually lose two in a row? Or are we three in a row? Did the Chiefs win? I can't remember. I'm going to go with the home team and the Niners here. I, I think they'll get it done. And I think the Chiefs are going to lose two in a row. Okay. Yeah. Seahawks Chargers. I At the beginning of the season, I'd have thought this was so easy. But... Right now, I mean, the Chargers took overtime to win against the Broncos at home. Mm-hmm. And the Seahawks just look really good. Yeah, they do. The record may not show it, but they've, they've been close every game. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a West Coast, West Coast game. There's no time switch or anything like that. So I'm going to go Seahawks. Let's go with it. I... I couldn't, couldn't have said it any better. I'm Seahawks too. All right. Last game. Steelers and Dolphins. This Oof. is an intriguing one. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Steelers have been kind of under the radar a little bit, uh, or at least for me. But I know that they've been performing well. The Dolphins, since they lost Tua, it just hasn't been the same. So I think I'm going to go Pittsburgh on this. Yeah, this is, is weird. Like... If you go to the beginning of the season on paper, this is Dolphins all the way. But now the Dolphins are, you know, maybe still on their third string quarterback now. And the Steelers have already made the switch to Pickett. Yeah. And it seems to be working well for them. But it's in Miami. Ah, I don't know. Ah, I'm going to go different than you. 
just to see if it'll stick and I'm going to go Dolphins. Okay. All right. Well, next week we will break down whatever goes down at the hoedown in Music Town. Woof. Plus, we have a familiar face coming to town, but Wentz may be enjoying that game the same way he did his Super Bowl win in street clothes. True. I go too far on that one. Maybe. Too much downtown and too, too much of a stab on Wednesday. He's a good guy, like I said. Good guy. Just, you know, don't get winced. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable. <laughs>